Why is it that even beautiful women, bad bitches, are single today? It's simple. Feminism. Feminism taught you women that you a queen. You God's gift to this earth. You the prize. No the fuck you ain't. No you ain't. You ain't a queen. You ain't never gonna be my queen because you ain't my mother. You don't love me unconditionally. You love me under conditions. And the problem is that I'm a man. I'm a leader. I'm the toxic asshole guy. The tool, right? Because when we go out, right? You expect me to take care of you, right? When we go out, I pay for it. You good. We go to the store. Hey, hey, get some shoes. You good. I got you. But when I tell you to do something, do it. That's the problem. Don't expect me to chase you and beg you and get on my knees, bro. I'm not submissive. I'm dominant. Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Cantoon at the Blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF Podcast. I know it's been a while, but we are back with an episode here. And I have Key of My Curl Speak Podcast in the studio. We're looking at each other. How you doing? <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, how you been? <laughs> I've been good. I'm happy to be back. And uh, today we got a little bit of a topic. We were discussing it beforehand with some others in the room. Um but this topic is damsel and the dominant, and it's going to be a talk of quote unquote alpha and the quote unquote dominant when we're dating. Mm -hmm. So the first question I'll ask you is, how would you describe yourself? Like, would you put the label of independent or dominant or alpha on who you are? How would you describe I'm yourself? I'm actually none of those words. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do not feel like I'm independent. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Why you don't feel like you're independent? Because... I'm not. <laughs> if I could be totally honest, like I haven't ever fully lived where I didn't depend on anyone, even if it was just my parents. Right. So I wouldn't I wouldn't use that title. Got you. Per, per se. Um, I don't feel like I'm a see. I've had this question asked by men before where actually they told me I was an alpha mm -hmm. female. I don't say female, I say woman. They told me I was, right. which I thought that was so funny because I don't feel like I am. It's just, it depends on if I trust you or not. To, to show me. you that part. Right. Oh, so that that is going to be definitely a part of our discussion. For me, I guess I have described myself as a dominant woman, uh, alpha uh, woman. <laughs> it's hard for me not to say female because in my line of work, that's what we use. But, mm -hmm. um, but. I, I wrote a blog post about it probably like two years ago called Damsel and the Dominant. And I was uh, thinking about the whole situation where it's like, you know, usually the damsel would be the woman waiting for the man to come and rescue mm -hmm. her or pursue her. And in my experience, it seemed like men were becoming the damsels and women were becoming oh, more yes. dominant. So I wrote about that and I called myself an alpha woman, a dominant woman. But my ideas have kind of, I wouldn't say changed completely, but I kind of look at it differently um, now that I've grown and matured a little bit more. Do you feel like that term serves us? Like, how do you feel about when someone proclaims to be dominant or an alpha male or woman? When it comes to the women, I'll speak from that part first. Okay. I think it depends on the situation that the woman is in. 
because naturally I do feel like we will allow someone to lead us, but it, it, it's, we have to trust you to do that. Right. And in so many situations, I have played that role as an alpha mm-hmm. because I didn't have an alpha in my life. Right. So I had to be that. Um, so with men, a lot of the men that proclaim, proclaim to be alpha to me actually don't have half of the stuff that they should be <laughs> to have that title. Right. So, so what what is that what is that stuff that you feel like they don't have that that they should have to be able to call themselves an to alpha? be an alpha you like like I said you have to be able to lead mm-hmm. and um you have to and leading is not just financial I think that's where they get messed up is it financial it. yeah they feel like it I have the money I can just oh, tell you what to do yep. it's not a financial thing you have mm-hmm. to be able to emotionally lead me too exactly um yeah. and for me the emotional part is really really important mm-hmm. so if I can't trust you with my feelings and I can't if you don't offer a safe space to me yeah then you can't lead me oh that safe space be so many people's Achilles heel. I'll be like, you are not a safe space. I got to go. <laughs> like, like, this is not it for me. You're stressing me out. So, right. no, you can't leave me. I think it was like maybe a month or so ago that the, like every so often this uh, conversation comes up on like Twitter and stuff about, you know, alpha men and everything. And I'm just so tired. I don't even want to use the term anymore mm-hmm. um, because I do think that a lot of people misuse it. And for one, you know, doing more research, I realized that it wasn't even something that we should have been using in the first place, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's based on research that was debunked years ago, right? The alpha uh, comes from the ideal of like a wolf pack. Mm-hmm. And it was saying under certain circumstances, it would be one leader of the pack, but out in the wild in their natural habitat, these animals work together. They didn't have a, a natural leader. They kind of had a community. So... When you think about that, I feel like a lot of times when we think about trying to make ourselves look better in the dating pool, that's mm-hmm. what happens. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people don these labels that don't really serve us. And like you said, if you're going to call yourself a, a leader, which is basically what this is basically saying, then at least come with some of the stuff. Right. Like, you know, I need you to be able to be emotionally uh, mature. I need you to be able to be financially stable. I need you to have a lot of the things that I have and be working towards getting better on the things that you're not so good at. Mm-hmm. But so often we miss that piece. How do you feel like in your own dating world, these have showed up like the the alpha or the dominant man? Every alpha man that I've ever came in contact with never called himself that. Mm-hmm. He never had anything to prove. It was like one of those things where I just knew that's what he had to offer. Listen, I already, I'm already, you know what I'm saying? My, all this dominance is already backing down because I recognize. Right. <laughs> he never had to tell me anything. He, it's just, if he told me to do something, I could trust that he had enough, like he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. Um, And it wasn't a, and alpha men are comfortable, well, the men that I've came in contact with were comfortable with me having my own voice. Mm-hmm. It didn't make them insecure. So is that really, I mean, cause kind of, it sounds like what we're talking about is secure masculinity, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't have to feel insecure in any way by you being uh, your authentic self because he was secure in who he was. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what is missed a lot of times when people don these labels that, you know, they're trying to assume a position that they don't even really know how to play. Right. Just because they want the benefits that come with the ideal of 
what that thing means, right? So an alpha male, that means, oh, I got other men, other women following me. But you don't even know how to lead. Like, I don't know what you are expecting the result of this to be. Do you think for us, like, is there any confusion with what we say we want when it comes to that? So sometimes we're saying that a lot of men aren't alphas and we want men to be leaders. So do you think that is, is warranted that a lot of men are confused? I think a lot of men think they're leaders just because they're men. I do. And that's what the problem is. They think just because they got a Peter Bird that they're going to tell me what to do. (laughs) Not a Peter Bird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They think that. And I've come come in contact with that. Like, it was just because of their gender. They felt like they were, I was obligated to listen. Yeah. And you don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I've definitely experienced that. And I've had to call it out several times. So it's just like, listen, I I understand that, you know, you've been told all your life that you're a leader, you're a leader. But understand that not everybody can be. Somebody got to follow. Right. Somebody got to be able to to actually do the work. And somebody got to actually give the orders. Like, and that's not going to always be you. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you don't even have what it takes. Right. You know, just because you're a man, I'm actually better at this than you are. So I'm going to need for you to fall in line with the mm-hmm. rest of them. And a lot of people have a hard time admitting that to themselves because it's like a, a source of validation mm-hmm. that I'm worthy of something. I'm worthy of other people to, you know, admire me, to follow me. Do you think it's hard for us to admit that not everybody can be a leader? It's not hard for me to admit it. Uh, right. I know. I <laughs> but I think, us, I think but. like actual quote unquote alphas. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to put the, you know, the quotations. Actu- them. Right. They can't say they're not one. Right. They, they, I think they really believe they're one. That's the funny thing. You know, delusion is very powerful thing. <laughs> so I, I do feel like a lot of, a lot of people, like I said, being conditioned in our society to, you know, what it means to be a woman, what it be, means to be a man. Um, a lot of them have a hard time admitting to themselves, like, you know what, I might not have what it takes to actually lead in this position. And in some ways, you might be a leader in one area, right. and you might not be a leader in another. And I think a lot of people have issues with their multifacetedness and their duality. It's like, you don't have to be great at every single thing. And honestly, when you try to convince me that you are, I'm already suspicious. Exactly. Because <laughs> if you were, I would already know. I would sense it. Listen, have you ever gone on a, like, on a date and a guy is already having the alpha speech with you where it's just like he's trying to convince you that he's in charge of everything all the time? Those are the dates that we first we don't have a second one. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I ask him, "Do I are, are we splitting the check? Uh-huh. Just to see what he says. Just to see what he says. Because <laughs> I'm not paying for anything. <laughs> but I just want to see what you want to be an alpha. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So I showed you uh, the TikTok video um, of the I'm dominant guy. <laughs> and I'll plug that in for the listeners to. It was so many things that stuck out. It was. First of all. <laughs> His height, the fact that his height was in his bio, it really had disturbed me. But it, wait, it was in his bio. Yes, that's how I know. How, how I told you he was five nine. It said it in his bio. Well, I knew that already because people had been dragging him. So if y'all don't know what we're talking about um, on TikTok, and it should be pretty much everywhere now, it's this guy making a video of uh, saying I'm dominant. Like I said, I'll plug that in right now. Problem. Don't expect me to chase you and beg you and get on my knees, bro. I'm not submissive. I'm dominant. 
And then what happens is, I don't want to be with that. He's, he's toxic. He's bad. Your friends tell you he's a bad guy, right? Then you go be with the nice guy and you end up cheating on him or leaving him because he's weak. He don't make you feel nothing. He don't, he don't blow the back. That's the problem. You're the problem. You're delusional. Yeah. <laughs> what it has his weight, too, but I can't remember what his weight was. He looked little. He, he, I really felt like he and had I'm that not complex. Trying to, you know, I, I felt bad. I'm not trying to shame men who are smaller because that's not my that's not my M.O. But what I am saying is... Well, yeah, no, I like them. I like them short. A lot of times... <laughs> <laughs> y'all be talking real loud. And whatever. Okay, so other thoughts that, like, when you first saw it. When the okay, so the first time I saw him, I actually like typed it in on t- on, on YouTube, mm-hmm. and I saw where someone did a thirty five minute. It, I thought it was an interview. It was the funniest video I ever seen because the 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 guy that was actually like interviewing him, he would ask him questions, but then he would give his opinion about it, and he was dragging him the whole time. <laughs> like I know when he watched that interview after the fact, he was pissed. It was too many videos for him to have watched because it was like. When I saw it, it was a reaction video yes. when I first saw it. And then I saw the original. And it's so many different ones. It's one with this old lady reacting to him. I don't know if you got it out. I didn't yet. see that. Girl, one. that thing is so funny. I was like, it's it's just it's funny, but the reason why I bring it up is because I feel like it's a real mindset that's out here. The fact that kind of going back to what you said that a lot of men think that because they're men, that they're automatically the leaders, the head. But you don't actually assume any of the roles that it requires for you to be a leader. Girl, he said, and I quote, he said, I'm taking you out on a date. So when I tell you what to do, you need to just do it. A date, girl. A date. (laughs) I date myself. A date. He said, your love for me is conditional. Yes. (laughs) He said, you ain't my queen because you ain't my mother. Boy, what? Like, I was like, he got to be. At first, I when I first saw him, I was like, he just wanted to go viral. That's what I was thinking. He can't possibly really think like this. Yeah, me too. After after I initially watched it and my face was all scrunched up, I was just like, this can't be actually, like, real. He could have been serious. But, but when that little boy asked him, did I call him little boy, y'all. I don't know if he's a little boy. He looked real young. I'm going to just say that. <laughs> when the young man... When he asked him, he said, well, because he did a, the little commentary before he asked. You're going to have to show like, me this video. I'm going to say this to you. He was like, well, I'm assuming that he's in a successful relationship since he had so much to say. Let's ask him. So then he was like, so are you in a relationship? He told me, he said, no. He was like, when was the last time you had a relationship? He said, you know, I haven't had anything serious in a while. What did Jada Pickett say? I had a few entanglements. And I'm like, <laughs> so what? And the whole time he recording, it looked like he got a shower curtain up on the window. Yeah, like, yeah. Dead, look like it ain't got no frame. I always Sir. wonder where he work at because he don't look professional. <laughs> like, I know we can, you know. But these are, so the, the mindset, how do you handle people who come to you with that kind of mindset like because I, I feel like it's 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 out here I that's why I'm like it's funny but also it's not because it kind of like it rings a bell for me because I'm just like how how dare you even step to me here's the thing <laughs> they don't step to me I really feel like I don't know if it's the way that I present myself mm-hmm. but I have to that right there I've never in my life seen anything not like the, that no not to that or extreme like, to the where you think you're gonna tell me what to do or I need to I, I told somebody one time, 
this is a real life story. Because <laughs> I had somebody paying my phone bill that uh-huh. I had blocked. Real life. Oh, Lord. And I had a guy, he got mad at me. This was this was back when I had whoop the whoops. I ain't doing that no more. But oh, um, we done got rid of the whoop. Yeah, man, it's getting cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's when you need whoop these. Not whoop these, man. You gotta. We get it. That's another. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is back when I was, you know, doing whatever. And I went answering my phone, but I told y'all on Siri and my hoe, I told y'all if I'm spending time with somebody else, I don't answer my phone. Right. Because that's really right. Okay, so I ain't answer my phone. He went off on me. I shouldn't have to call you twice. You need to take your phone off. Do not disturb. Because he paying your phone bill? And I, even if he was, the man that was paying my phone bill was blocked. Who do you think you are? Oh, he wasn't the guy that no. was paying your phone. Okay, you need to lower your voice for real. Yeah, because <laughs> my, my phone was in somebody's name that couldn't reach me. Mm-mm. You think I'm going to talk to you and you want to talk to me? Sometimes I just don't want to talk and I don't owe you that. Yeah. And we had that conversation. And we didn't talk anymore because he he started something with me like the next day. Something about he wanted to go on a date. And I said, I had plans already. What you mean you got plans already? Sir, you already acted like this and we ain't even did nothing. Right. So you feel like he kind of, because I mean, it sounds like the same kind of concept. Like the guy was ownership. Was, yeah. I'm not, a not your property. Object. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a person. I'm not cattle. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Bible days. You don't own me. Right. So you're not going to talk to me any kind of way like that. And I don't have to explain myself. I don't have to No is a full statement. Complete stop. And that's the only situation I've had, like similar to this particular thing, because men don't, they don't come at me like this. (sighs) See, I'm around a lot of men who think they're dominant (laughs) all the time, (laughs) all the time. And so it's not so much in your face in that way. But it's the subtle ways. It's the way you mansplain stuff to me. Mm-hmm. It's the way that if I say something, you're not really actually listening. I could tell you dazed off somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the um, it's the expecting me not to to get something or to not even include me in whatever plans you might have. And I feel like that can translate over into like you know relationships too. For me, it's been. You know, men just assuming that they are coming at me from a position to teach me rather than Mm -hmm. to listen to me. Mm -hmm. That happens a lot. And it makes me wonder if that's because they think they're more dominant than I am. And so they have to be in this position to lead me Mm -hmm. when I'm capable of leading myself. I can follow you because I trust you. Right. But that's the that's the difference. And um, I feel like a lot of people just struggle with having having what it takes to actually assume leadership Mm -hmm. and not doing it in a toxic way because there is a such thing as toxic leadership Mm -hmm. and a lot of people lean more into that because they're trying to assume these roles that they they really can't feel so my next question is going to be for you what's the healthy way to be a leader like you know if we're saying that we want our men to be leaders right and we're trying to make sure we're not being confusing when we say that what is it that you look for outside of like the the details of it? I know you said emotional leading and financial. Well, I believe that we both can lead. See, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. It depends. Like if I can trust you to financially lead me, like you're good with the finances, you're good with budgeting, you're good with that. I haven't experienced that yet. So, and, and like my ex <laughs> relationships, it was always, even with my, my marriage, Mm-hmm. It was, I had to handle the finances because if I didn't, we didn't have anything. Right. So, 
when I'm looking for somebody to leave me, I need for them not just to be financially secure because I want to offer something too, mm-hmm. but I want you to be able to help me and help us yeah. where we're not in the hole and we're not struggling. That's big for me. I like that. I was talking to my best friend the other day. Shout out to my Danny. And um, always talking to her. <laughs> but but we were talking about, I was like, you know what? I was like, I don't know if I ever really been in a relationship where I actually felt like I could learn something from you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was like, I always feel like I'm the one that's, you know, doing the teaching and not on purpose. I'm just mm-hmm. coming more healthy. And from there, you're learning from there, you know, and it might not work out. But then you'll come back years later and tell me how, you know, you got help from that situation. I was like, when I look back, I can't say that I left better because of the person. I left better because of the experience mm-hmm. and what I took from that. But that's to me what I want, you know, as far as leadership, be able to teach me some stuff, be able to lead me. Like I want to be able to be a mess sometimes. Mm-hmm. Can I not have my shit together sometimes mm-hmm. and trust that we still going to be good because you are, you know, a leader because you are the one that's going to be taking care of a lot of the stuff that if I can't take care of it, we still going to be good. Mm-hmm. So I, I think for me, that's what like the details of it, you know, the household, the simple stuff in the household, right? groceries Mm -hmm. can you take out the trash can you make sure that gas you know are in the cars and you know the pets and stuff are taken care of like that kind of stuff to me is what it means to be you know a leader in your own life Mm -hmm. and then be able to invite somebody else into that let's see so some of the builders when i wrote about this they share their thoughts and these are a couple of the comments i'll let you uh I'll let you uh, say what you think about it. So the okay. first one is, I don't want no dictator, but I don't want no soft ass nigga either. <laughs> hey, I I said exactly how they wrote it. <laughs> See, I the fact that I understood what that meant because mm-hmm. I think to be, I won't say all of us, yeah, but a lot of the people that I know, my peers, we feel like that. Yeah, it's like I don't want to push over you. I don't want you telling me what to do, but it's like, okay, I want you to tell me what to do. I'm not going to listen. Sometimes I will. I might sometimes. There's no guarantee. I want you to tell me what to do, but I don't want all that bass in your voice. I don't mind the bass. Like, listen, if I'm doing a lot, which I'm not known to do a lot, but if I'm doing a lot, tell me to sit down. No, I'm known to do a lot. You know, but... But I'm not sitting down. For me, tell me to sit down. Because sometimes I need that, hey, that sternness. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind it. Because a lot of times that's how I handle my partner, too. It'd be like, yo, you need to... See, I'm sensitive. I don't do all that. I'm sensitive, too. But I'm just like, I need I need directness. I like direct communication. So if something's happening and it's not like if I'm doing too much I don't mind you telling me to sit my ass <laughs> so tell me but just you don't gotta tell me, me gently yeah don't cuss at me cause I'm sensitive and I don't talk to you like that so don't talk to me like that <laughs> <laughs> so I having that balance between knowing that you don't own me but also understanding that I don't need you to just be mm-hmm. my pushover like that's not what I'm asking for I need you to be healthy adult that's that's really all, you know, all we be asking for I don't like, I've learned this over the years. Like I always say on my shows, mm-hmm. I didn't know what I liked and what I didn't like until mm-hmm. recently. I don't really like passive men. Like that just let me do whatever I want to do. You never have an opinion. Oh. I can't always be right. I hate that too. I, I've had conversations where 
in like I said, direct communication. So if I have an issue with something, I'm going to bring it up. If I feel like it's going to be something that's going to affect our relationship, I'm going to say something. And I'm going to try to find solutions to fix it or whatever the case may be. But if I have to keep doing it and I just be like, you ain't got no feedback for me. Right. Like, I'm not perfect. Like, if I'm constantly feeling like I have to come to you with the issue and now I feel like I'm nagging when I know I'm not because mm-hmm. this shit just need to get fixed and you still not fixing it. Now I'm just wondering, like, are you really paying? Are you present in our relationship? Mm-hmm. Are you paying attention? Because obviously <laughs> something's disconnected here. Right. So I agree with that. Like, I hate passiveness. Like, just be direct with me. Like, that's all I be asking for. Because I don't want to find out that you feel a certain way somewhere else. And they good with that. And a they lot good of- for that. I don't like that. Now just you want to bring me. up stuff. Yeah. <laughs> or you wait till we broke up and be like, I ain't like the fact you ain't cook. I ain't never cook while you tanning in that. It'd be after the breakup. <laughs> I'd be like, well, where was all this when I asked if you had an issue with anything? I like, told you I ain't cook from the beginning, should. <laughs> I tell y'all that. Like, you know, I realize. I'm not going to say this. Yeah. I realized in my last relationship, I really don't. I don't, I'm not a good cook. <laughs> it's okay. Can you read? Because all you got to do is know how to read. But don't take my phone. I cook when I want. Like, certain dishes I'm good at. But, like, overall, I'm really not no good cook because I don't really cook that much. I don't really have no time. I know I ain't hear no smirk. <laughs> <laughs> we have a man in the house. <laughs> right. Anyway, um... But yeah, I'm sorry you threw me off with that. But oh, I'm sorry. No, no, she did, not you. <laughs> passiveness is. I feel like that's also something too, where a lot of people will try to be leaders, mm-hmm. but then you're passive aggressive in your connections with people, and I'm just like, you can't have both. Like, right. you're you're sitting here, you got something on your mind, something needs to be fixed, you don't want to do it, you don't want to do the work. You're like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Okay, the next one is. I'm not really dominant, but I feel like I have to be because men in this era are not. I've experienced that. I've experienced that because I'm not dominant. You hear my voice? <laughs> what your voice got? Like do? I'm really like really soft, like all together. Mm-hmm. Like everything I do is soft, but I've had so many situations where I didn't have a leader. I didn't have anyone I could trust to do yeah. anything. It wasn't just about money. It was just about everything. I couldn't trust you to take the kids to the park. I couldn't trust you to do nothing. So it was like I had to be the one. Well, take the baby clothes out. Put his pants on. So I now I'm to, mothering you. Now I got to tell you, you need to go get yeah. a shape up. You look kind of rough. Oh, I'm taking. I'm I'm throwing your clothes away. You still wearing three X's. We don't do that no more. I'm trying to dress you. I'm dressing the boy. I'm dressing. It, it the was, boy. My son, said it. You stressed out just thinking about it. Just thinking about it. It was three kids. What? Twenty five with three kids. What yeah. I look like? Yeah. I was twenty five then. Y'all stop doing math. But um, like it's just it was a lot, and that wasn't the only situation that I had like that. It was several situations that I had where all of my situations. All of them, and I ain't got no kids. Listen, <laughs> these men become them. Honestly, and, and so I had to, when I wrote this, I had to ask myself, really, I was like, am I just saying that, you know, I have these dominant aspects about me because I've been made to be that way? Or I think th- so. Or is this natural? I think I think it's both for me. Um, I do think that naturally I just had something about me that was going to be, you know, to the forefront anyway. But also... 
I had to realize that I, I, I don't even like calling myself alpha female no more because for, to, in my opinion, for black women, we're either soft and feminine at home or we're dominant and independent mm-hmm. and we don't need no man. Mm-hmm. So it's like we get put into these boxes and I'm like, can I fall in the middle? Right. Because for a long time, I didn't embrace like my feminine side. You know, being able to rely on uh, men, being able to rely on other people, being able to be soft and vulnerable. Like, I just didn't embrace it. That was because I called myself dominant for so long. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's just as much, uh, much a box as the good girl is. And so now I just be like, you know, I'm dominant because I am. But at the same time, I know how to yield. Right. Not submit, because I don't use that. I yield. <laughs> right. You got to know stop. what submit mean. Mm-hmm. If you know what that word mean, I don't know if you use it. <laughs> like, if you really, really knows, know what it means. Lay like, down for the people. <sighs> Listen, <laughs> I'm not giving you full control over nothing. Like, I have a brain for myself. I think for myself, I... Like I said, I'll allow somebody to leave me, mm-hmm. and that's what I want. I do want somebody to do that, but if I disagree with something, I want them to take you know, that in consideration. Yes, like I have an opinion of my own. Because when you look into like submission, and I don't know, maybe I just had all that toxicity in my head watching these videos today. But listen, <laughs> listening to them talk about what submission is, I don't think I could ever. I'm not a child. Oh, yeah, don't go off these videos that we watched. Like, I'm not a child. (laughs) Don't don't go off these videos. I've heard a lot of different conversations about submission. Relax, heal, and embrace a better you. Spa Danny offers quality yet affordable massages customized just for you. Let Danny create a space for you to hit the pause button. Who doesn't need that at the start of 2021? Why not start today? You can call or text at 843-687-2079. That's 843-687-2079. You can also message her on her business page at spadanny underscore on Instagram. Or follow her on Facebook at Spadani LLC. You can also book online at SpadaniExperience.com. That's SpadaniExperience.com. Treat yourself, be good to yourself, and let 2021 be a whole vibe. Submit is to accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. Subject to a particular process, treatment, or condition. That's the second definition. We're going to go with the first. Superior. Okay. <clears throat> no. <is> that a- <laughs> All right. So uh, when we're, I don't have a problem with that term just because, like I said, everybody's going to have, when you're coming in connection, you're going to have your strengths and your weaknesses. Yeah. So I don't mind yielding to my partner and their strengths. And then they'll be able, they should be able to do that from me and mine. And whenever, you know, we're in their weakness or an area of their weakness, then they yield to me, you know. So in the definition of submit is the word yield. So I might have to adjust my my beliefs based on that. I just feel like we've tainted the word submission so much that I just rather use the word yield. I don't know if I want to. I still don't want to use it because I'm stuck on superior. What makes you superior to me? So 
my understanding of the superior is that I'm going to be superior in one area than you are. So it's just kind of like a strength. I So that means in some cases, would he submit to you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. When I say, okay, so let me substitute what I just said with, with submit because that's what I meant. Whenever I am stronger in an area, when I want mm-hmm. want a true healthy partnership, right? Whenever I'm strong in, a, in an area, I want my partner to submit to me in that because I'm going to be better at it than them. Mm-hmm. There's no need for you to take care of this if I can go ahead and do it better, you know, fast mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I can do the same for him. But we just have to know each other well enough and be secure enough in our identity as people to be able to do that. Because honestly, submission is not about, to me, it's not about just totally blindly leading somebody mm-hmm. or following somebody. That's not what I believe. I'm never going to be the type that's just going to be like, oh, I trust you with everything. You know what? That's how you come home and the lights off because you trust right. this person who's going to pay the bill. Like, <laughs> and now he came home because he got paid on Friday and you sitting in the dark. Like, I don't know. People laugh at me because I be like, I don't even trust my mama like that. <laughs> Oh no! Like, and I really don't trust my kids. Why you trust the babies? The baby iffy, the little one. <laughs> but like, so with I that, you would say Gabby the one. No, iffy. it's not her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's I. I could do it in the sense of what you're saying. Yeah, because like, okay, we gonna talk about gender roles, right? Yeah. Okay. Touch on it. Go ahead and get into it. In a for the perfect partnership for me. Now this for me What work in your house Is for your house But for my house I need a man that cook I just said it And drive And yes (laughs) I need a man that cook I will clean I'll scrub everything I'll organize I had a little clear container They have on TikTok The house be smelling good Everything But Baby I'm not gonna cook I will Now don't take this the wrong way I will cook but I usually date men that cook better than me. Yeah, that's me. And, 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 and that's what I'm saying. Like, as long as you don't clown my food, I'll cook for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't take my phone. I need Pinterest. Like, as long as you understand I'm a Pinterest cook, we can make it work. <laughs> you feel me? But if you're going to clown my food, you just go ahead and do it. And right. I clean up. I, but that that's exactly what we're saying. Like, being able to kind of flow into each other and make sure that it's not about dominating other people. So. Mm-hmm. Do you think there is a place for dominance in relationships in that sense? One person being more dominant than the other. I I don't see that. When I think about a healthy relationship for me, I just don't see that because mm-hmm. it's almost as if we on the same level. Yeah. Um, but you, sometimes you're not going to be. When I think about it, so this is something I've been exploring mentally or chewing on for the last couple of days. A lot of times we talk about coming prepared to relationships, right? Coming mm-hmm. healthy and all that. Well, when I thought about it, I was like, when's the last time I had a, like, really healthy partner? You know? You heard my show. I ain't never had one. <laughs> I did. I, no, and I wouldn't have never knew that if I didn't read that book. I was like, and we put so much pressure on ourselves to be this this model of perfection coming into these connections. When sometimes I feel like... Sometimes I deserve to be a mess. Like, I feel like it's okay mm-hmm. if I come and I don't have my stuff together and see how this person can handle that. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm being honest, I've always handled those types of situations pretty well. So you don't mind, uh, okay, I want to use good terminology for this because I actually don't like this one. No, go ahead. Um, so you 
you don't mind a project. You don't like building, not not building him up. You're not. I ain't doing that. No you're more. not Brenda the builder. That's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. But you're okay with a man that comes to you that's not completely all together. Are, are we ever gonna be all together? See, sit up. So, but here's my thing. What I'm that's not what I'm, I'm saying. If I come and I'm not all together, right? I've always accepted men who needed help in the financial, on and emotional. And everything else, like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They're coming with great qualities. I'm not trying to, you know, shit on my exes or anything like that. Coming with amazing qualities. But at the same time, when we're looking at who is more emotionally stable, mm-hmm. financially stable and all that, like, that's usually me. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is I deserve an opportunity to come into a, a situation and the man be better. You do. Right. So, yeah, that's what I'm, that's where I'm at now. Like, I'm not trying to take on no projects i'm trying to be the project <laughs> i understand that but see i've been the project so now i'm I'm like i don't want to be project no more project you, pat yeah i'm sick of it it ain't a no three six mafia no more. how was that how was that experience having someone you really want to know yeah i do okay when you give someone okay and i tell women this all the time because of experience mm-hmm. like when you don't have your shit together and you're trying to get it together and somebody's helping you like, you got to make sure, like, a lot of the mistakes that I made was that I didn't save my money. Mm-hmm. Like, because I was in a situation where I only had to pay, like, small bills. I didn't have to pay gotcha. the larger ones. So, um, I went through, like, this real depressed phase. And that's when I found out I was an emotional shopper. And I didn't know it. So, I would blow my money. Mm-hmm. Blow it. Blow it on the kids. Blow it. It was crazy. Like, $400 shoes. It was crazy. I didn't even know what was going on. Like, I, right. <laughs> I was making the most money I had ever made in my life. And I had nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. And when the situation ended, I ended up coming back home with absolutely nothing. nothing. Right. So, if I was to give advice to any woman, I would always say, first of all, even if you have a man that wants to financially provide for you. Mm-hmm. That does not mean you don't have a cushion. That does not mean you don't save money. You always need to make sure that you never be on your ass. Right. Like, like, cause if they leave today, what do you have? What do they call it? Pocketbook money or something like that? Or rainy day money. It's called something else. Well, Back of the drawer money. They call it all kind of stuff. <laughs> and you never tell your left hand what your right hand doing. So don't right. tell nobody that you saving money because they don't need to know that. Because a lot of these situations, the man doesn't want you to have anything extra. They want you to fully depend on them. Right. So that if they do kick you to the curb, you don't have anything. And then you had a situation where they get mad at you. When they kick you out or they don't want you no more mm-hmm. and then you make it. Girl. Because a lot of times they want you to come back. You're going to need them. Mm-hmm. And that comes from, see, <laughs> that's not what you call alpha male to me. That's actually insecure. Of course. And, and the reason why I feel like that, men that want a woman to be beneath them and don't want them to grow, don't want to see them to grow, they, they want them to fully depend on them, it's because they have some type of other insecurity within themselves that they're using to project that with. Right. Um. So always have your own money. Right. Even if you are a project, <coughs> let him think you're a project. So what I meant by project, love the story. Like, I know, I, I, great advice you gave the builders, like, honestly. What I mean by project is you right now, right? You're still working on stuff. Mm-hmm. You're still building up stuff. You're still healing from stuff. Mm-hmm. You deserve somebody who's coming who is already better at a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff than you are so that you are in a position to be guided 
and to be led. Right. Instead of you automatically being the person that is more mature, mm-hmm. more stable in that situation. That's what I mean from a healthy standpoint. That's see, not to change, good, don't not it? To change just the this is the same topic now. Yeah. But I don't date men under thirty five no more. You know, I said I think I wanted to date older, but I don't know. I don't do it anymore <laughs> because let me one of the <laughs> you gonna laugh at this because we've had conversations off air. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. One of the things that a man over thirty five usually does not have that is really a trigger for me. It's baby mama drama. He usually doesn't have that. The kids in high school, like he forty five, he fifty. <laughs> Ooh, we in the fifties. Okay, I ain't never went that far. I was a little, I was stretching my hand out a little bit just now. But I ain't never went that far. But you usually don't have like that stuff no, that a younger you. man would put us through. Mm-hmm. You don't usually run into that with an older man. Yeah. But also, they normally do have their own stuff together by a certain age. So if you dealing with a man, it's like forty. I still say, I would say 35. You deal with a man that's 35. I haven't met a man that was 35 that didn't have his own car, mm-hmm. didn't have his own means to have his own place. I haven't ran across that yet. Right. I haven't ran. I had somebody tell me one time, this was, this was an older man. He told me, he was like, you know, I never asked you where you lived. I don't care if you live with your mama. I don't care what you got. I got my own shit. Oh, he was like, he was like, for a man that's so concerned about if you live with your mama, or you live with somebody or you got stuff. It's because usually he want to be in your house. I don't care about your house. I don't care where you I live. My own. You come to my house. And I was like, mm. <laughs> you say, what? do you cook? <laughs> See, I, thought, I did think about that. I mean, right now I'm not actively trying to date, but I thought about like, you know, my past experiences and trying to learn from my patterns and stuff. And I was like, I usually stay around my age group. Like usually I don't go down too much. It's probably mm-hmm. like, I think the most probably like three years and I don't go up too much. The most is probably like three years. And in all those situations, it's just been like, you know, being the more dominant in, in some areas and then when I do soften up, the person can't handle the right. responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I that's something to think about. But I be I be feeling like automatically when somebody get like five years older than me, I automatically like look at them as an uncle. Let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you <laughs> this. This really happened to me about four years ago. I met this guy. Mm-hmm. He was amazing. He was amazing, but he was ten years older than me. Mm-hmm. He had a master's degree. He was in school for his doctor. Like, he was amazing. Had his own business. He worked a good Girl, job. And <laughs> I was so, I felt so inferior because. Because of the age difference? The age difference and what all he had to accomplish. Like, he already had accomplished, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And, like, comparing where my story, where my journey was going where his was, I felt like I, at that moment, see, this was years ago. Right. So then I didn't feel enough. I didn't feel like I was enough, and mm-hmm. I let him go. Hey, builders, I'm back with another announcement. As you know, you can visit letsbuildfutures.com for blog posts and podcast episodes. But you can also now go to YouTube and type in LBF Podcast to get the full visual and audio episodes. That's right. You are able now to see my awesome face <laughs> and all the lovely faces of my guests from previous episodes and future episodes. So be sure to type in LBF Podcast on YouTube and continue to listen for the rest of this episode. 
but you know what the crazy part is when we're thinking about partnerships a lot of times people who pair up with someone who is already on a like a journey Mm -hmm. and they're coming not as a project but someone who might be younger who might not have it all together yet they usually flourish in that environment because they have the support they Mm -hmm. need to be able to accomplish those goals and I think about that so much because I'm like when I think about a healthy partnership I want somebody that's going to be able to be good soul for me to grow Mm -hmm. you know I want I want to be able to to flourish under under that relationship so that's the goal all right and this was one I think it's going to hit a lot of the male builders. So it was like alpha women struggle with letting men lead. I, I can't say I'm not. A alpha. <laughs> oh, OK, so <laughs> I, I'm not. A alpha. I actually went back and forth with this person. We had a great discussion, but I had to. I had to. He had some good points. He was saying how a lot of times women will say they want a man to be able to lead them, but they don't make space for it. And I was mm-hmm. like, I totally get that. But here's the thing. I recognize when somebody is confident and able to lead me. Mm. I yield. Like, I don't, they don't have to say anything. They don't have to proclaim themselves to be an alpha. They don't have to proclaim themselves to be anything other than who they are. Mm -hmm. I just recognize it and I yield. When you are a leader, you just lead. Mm -hmm. You don't wait for somebody to make space for you. You carve that shit out yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, and so having that conversation, I think a, a lot of times with men that I've had, these discussions with at least trying to get them to see like you're waiting for women to to see to validate you mm-hmm. in your leadership when you're if you're a leader you're just going to be that exactly. no matter what like I don't mm-hmm. know what else you want me to tell you mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just feel like a lot of times that's the hold up where it's just like oh I can't date these independent women blase blase and I'm like okay I like, think we all have the ability to Submit. <laughs> Why you said it like that? It was hard to say, <laughs> but I think we do. We just, like I said in the beginning, we just have to feel comfortable enough to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, why do you think we're drawn to the idea of being leaders or being alpha or men or at least some women too? Well, at one point, I did think that I wanted to be an alpha woman, and it was mm-hmm. because I grew up. In a single parent home, my mother did everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even remember her really asking my father for anything. Um, if she worked two jobs, she would. If she had to, she would. And, like, a lot of the time that we spent together was me at her job with her. Right. You know, so seeing her, like, handle everything all the time, I wanted to do that. Because I had never seen a male figure, you know, provide. I only saw my mom do it. Yeah. But then it was like, I didn't realize I didn't want that lifestyle until, now here's the crazy part, until I was married, I lost my job, I had surgery, I lost my job, and it was during that time where I asked my husband at the time, could he pay the bills, and he said no. I hadn't even noticed that he wasn't helping me pay. That's the crazy part. I wasn't, I didn't notice that he wasn't helping me pay until I didn't have my money. We got to (laughs) fight. So like when he said, no, he didn't have it because he was taking care of his mom. He couldn't do it. It was like one of them things where I was like, well, what you here for? Yeah. So. You need to cleave, ain't it? 
lead the cleave. Right. Like <laughs> I, I can struggle alone or I could do better by myself. Yeah. And th- that from that moment on, I was like, okay, I watched my mom do it on her own because she was alone. If my mother had a man, I feel like she would have let him lead. I just didn't have that example. I love that you said that. Um, going off, but also staying where you, where you left it. Um, I was saying how, like in a conversation a couple of days ago, how sometimes we have to be kind with ourselves. We we talk a lot about where we have been in our past relationships or connections with people and the mistakes we made and how we should have known better and, and different things like this. And I had to stop one day. I was like, what examples did you have? You mm-hmm. out here winging this. Right. <laughs> like you're out here trying to be healthier. And mm-hmm. sometimes you're going to land in some mess, you know, and it's going to lead you. If you're doing the work, it's going to lead you to something else that you need to fix. And once mm-hmm. you fix that, then you can go on about your business. But that's how you get healthier. That's how you get better at this. But you had no example right. to start off with because similar to you, listen, y'all know, if y'all been here on the podcast for a while, y'all understand, like, my parents married, you know, 30-something years, um, grew up in the same household with them. But my mom did everything. And when I say she did everything, she did everything. Like, daddy, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, um, that example where I said sometimes you you come home and the light bill not paid, like, that was a lived experience of mm-hmm. mine. You know, so when it came to wanting, knowing what a woman was, that's what I assumed a woman did Mm -hmm. was she took care of everything. She took care of the kids. She took care of the household because that's what I saw. I saw strong black women. And so you don that and you're like, yeah, I'm a strong black woman. But it's like sometimes I don't want to be strong. Sometimes I need help. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I need to be vulnerable. Sometimes I need to know that it's safe for me to fall apart Mm -hmm. and that it's still going to be okay. And looking for partners who can handle that because a lot of times they're used to seeing those same strong black women that we were raised by because they were raised by exactly. those strong black women. Mm-hmm. And so the expectation, though we assume it, is still expected from our, uh, the dating pool of partners that we have. And we are trying to break that in ourselves, but they also have to break that mindset mm-hmm. in expecting us to be that as well. And the way that we can kind of contribute to that is demanding up front, like, hey, I need you to understand, like, I need you to be a partner. Right. I'm not your mama. I'm not that aunt you saw go through all that. Mm-hmm. I'm not your grandma. Like, I, I need you to, if you say that you want me to submit to you, guess mm-hmm. what that means? You're going to have to submit to me on some stuff too. Right. This is a partnership. So, the next question is, what have been your toxic expectations when it came to, like, how you want men to show up as alpha or as dominant? Since we talked about toxic on your show. I'm trying to think because, you know, I don't really feel like what I expected was toxic. Or your expectations. I mean, you just got to cook, sure. <laughs> Cause I ain't, you know, <laughs> like y'all don't take what I'm saying like that. I I will cook. It just might not taste the best, you know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm cause some women you you meet women that just won't do it. They're not gonna try. That's not me. I will try, but I might have to try like seventy five times. I cook pasta. Pasta's really yeah. I could do that. Get, my daughter says I make a real good Alfredo from scratch. It's gonna be don't play me. Don't play me. It ain't out the jaw. <laughs> hey. But um, I'm trying to think, like, because I'm not one of those women that I don't feel like you need to, like, 100% support me. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that. I, I want to work a job or not work a job. I want to have a career that I love. 
I want to make my own money. So I don't think I have like any toxic expectations. I'm going to ask you. Um, <laughs> you do this every time, every time, every <laughs> single time. And I looked over the uh, the freaking questions. Um, I think in reverse, it would be not really having expectations. So like mm. kind of allowing them to stay in a stunted growth pattern because I'm already assuming a lot of that dominance or a lot of that quote unquote alpha in the relationship, mm. um, being, a mother like over mothering them like when I'm supposed to be a girlfriend when I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be a partner like that for me is at least how I distribute toxic dominance in relationships I know that's not exactly the question but that's the best answer I got because <laughs> you ain't you probably don't really have any I haven't you know a lot of times I ask myself like do I be asking for it too much and then when I when I ask myself that question and like I actually kind of sit with myself and figure out why I asked the things that I asked. Like, even though I might not have been a healthy person when I was asking them, what Mm -hmm. I was asking for was healthy. And so I have to, like, keep that in mind. Even when I have conversations like this, it's like, no, like, you still weren't wrong in what you asked for. Like, you might have been asking from a place of mess, but you weren't wrong in what you asked for. Is there room for romance um, when it comes to women who are dominant even if you aren't one, in your opinion. I mean, we all need our knee rub. All of us. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, just because you're independent, I think, I don't really understand why so many people think because a woman is so strong, she doesn't need a man. Like, because I think we, we need a, we want a man. We need each other. Yeah, just like they need us. So... There's room for romance. Now, I don't... That word need is making me itch. Yeah, that's why I keep saying it like that. Because I really want to say won't. It is a want. Because I want. Because you, you can go buy something from the store. Me, no, not me. But y'all can go buy something from the a store. A necessity? Mm, that's debatable. But compa- <laughs> see, companionship, we, companionship yes. is so important. It is. It is. Um, I had a, a talk with a good friend one time. And he told me he had a conversation with his lady. And she asked him what she did for him. Mm-hmm. And he said, you give me companionship. And she got mad. She got mad because she didn't understand, like, the importance of it. Right. I guess she thought it was like, oh, I'm just here. And he was like, "Key, I don't think y'all understand how important it is to have somebody. No, I, like, I get that. Like, somebody that you can trust. And like I say, like, your safe space, like, I, I trust you emotionally on top of everything else. That's a big thing for me. So, we don't want to say need, but companionship is really important. I, I got to the point where I even started calling, like, my relationships companionships. Just mm-hmm. because it's, to me just more intentional on what I'm expecting and what I want, because I'm like, I want you to be a companion to me. I want mm-hmm. you to be a space where, like you said, I can come emotionally and I could come financially if I need it, mm-hmm. which hell going to freeze over that, <laughs> but I'm getting better at it. But you know, just come for whatever I might need and I'd be able to get serviced in that way from somebody I trust. And I know mm-hmm. it's not going to be dependent on a tit for tat kind of a situation too. So I definitely understand the importance of companionship because what what are we doing otherwise? Right. Like, I'm good by myself. I'm great by myself. But at the end of the day, you do want someone who 
whether it's a friendship, whether it mm-hmm. is a romantic, you know, connection or a business relationship, you want that companionship in there. Mm-hmm. The last question I ask for this is, is the goal true partnership? Can we teach and be taught, lead and be led? Do we have the ability to do that? Yes, I feel like everyone will. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got to want to have that. Mm-hmm. You got to know everybody that everybody not- can't compromise. They don't they don't have it yet. We all have the ability, but we all don't want to. You have to want to. Well, then if you don't want to, do you have the ability? Because you're not really making the space for it. Well, we, we can do all things. <laughs> do Christ. Who strengthens me. <laughs> I guess I ask that because going back to the conversation of like dominance and stuff, like if you're always coming from a place of thinking that you are superior, so you can teach me, but you have nothing to learn, that you can lead me, but you don't ever need have a situation where you need to be led, then you don't really want true partnership. You don't have the ability to do that yet. You're going to have to go through some kind of emotional maturity, some kind of process to be able to even get to the mindset that it's going to allow you to have a true partnership with somebody. I'm going to ask you this question. I asked you this question when you was on my show. But I'm going to ask again. So are you watching Married at First Sight? You know I said I wasn't last okay, time. So, okay, for the <laughs> listeners that are watching, and if you're if you're watching, please check out Pastor Remote Chris Media Presents on thursdays and then you can listen to the relationship status podcast each and every wednesday and we break down each episode mm-hmm. of married at first sight okay so what i was about to say is it's a couple on there mm-hmm. jose and rachel and the more we talk about this <laughs> the more i think about them because okay first of all they're married at first sight they don't know each other right they're just meeting each other we like on week two right now you should go um do that show <laughs> i can't i looked up the qu- the qualifications i have kids and i'm divorced oh you, you can't, can't have be no ma- kids you can't have kids and you can't have been married already i looked it up oh. but um so jose and rachel see rachel she went through a phase where she didn't know herself so mm-hmm. she finally has a voice so she marries jose and jose is extremely like kind of he's in his way like yeah. he he already he has an eight fifteen credit score. He tells us every established episode. Established and yeah. all that. Yeah. So he has the big house every he tells day, every, every episode. episode. He talk about how his credit is and how he saves so money. So he's just so proud of himself. And he works for NASA. Like he's really oh, successful, God. right? So they're having the issue where he is not flexible. He's not compromising anything. And when I say he's not compromising anything, they went to go buy plants last week and he had already knew what plants he wanted to buy, but he wanted to make it seem like they were doing it together and mm-hmm. everything she said, it was a no. And like when they have the conversations about the bank accounts, he believes in a joint bank account and you have two separate and it trickles up. It's like I believe in that but too. with I believe in it too. <laughs> but with Rachel, she doesn't she doesn't quite feel comfortable giving someone access to her money and she doesn't oh, okay, she yeah. doesn't quite feel comfortable because she's independent. So they put two people who are very both dominant. Mm-hmm. And we're watching them. Or hyper independent would probably be a better word. And here's the thing. They have the best chemistry out of all of the couples on the show. But I don't know if they're gonna last somebody if has they don't to learn yield. how to compromise somebody has to or they both need to in different areas yeah and this this particular this show that we're doing today it just reminded me like all i kept thinking about was different scenes Mm -hmm. with them 
So if you get a chance, I'll check it out. Yeah, because th- it really fits what we're talking about because they're so perfect for each other. But if they don't compromise, they're not. Gonna, it's not going to work. It's, it's, it's not. I had several conversations before about like how compromise fits into relationships and that in the beginning, like someone is going to have to give more mm-hmm. first because honestly, if you're both love avoided and all this different kind of stuff, you know, attachment styles are not matching mm-hmm. up and nobody don't want to give in. You're just going to stay stuck at whatever level you're stuck at and probably drift apart. But once somebody does yield, that doesn't, give you the right to stay stagnant and just let that person do all the work like you're gonna have to ebb and flow like mm-hmm. again so that's a perfect example of what we're talking about we're in especially me dating and i'm someone who i don't feel like i have an issue though like with hyper ended well no no i take that back mine just show up in a different way i'm not the loud boisterous oh i'm miss independent or anything like that mm-hmm. what i do do is like i don't ask for help mm-hmm. so i have issues in my relationships or whatever and I'll be partner up and I'll try to continue to function like I'm single as far as taking care of things on my own mm-hmm. instead of letting that person help me just because I'm so used to doing it. So that's something I've worked on, um, you know, in my situations. But, yeah, that's a great show to check out. Make sure y'all tune into Pastor Remote and... Was it Thursdays? It comes on Thursdays? Well, no. The Past the Remote episode, we usually um, drop that on either Thursday on, or Friday. But you can hear it each and every Wednesday on the Relationship Status Podcast. Right. It's on both. When's the, uh, I'm talking about the show. The show, mm-hmm. Married at First Sight, it comes on at 8 o'clock every Wednesday okay. on Lifetime. Lifetime, girl. Ain't okay. <laughs> I got you. I got it on Amazon. I actually pay for it because I don't have lifetime. Right. They caught me like a couple of times. They had me watching some show. The same married at first uh sight. Did you watch like, season twelve? I think it was last season they had Ooh, me. Oh, I ain't seen that one yet. Mm-hmm. I heard about it. Yeah, that one was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Key, thank you so much for having this discussion with me. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I always enjoy coming over here. Of course. Of course. <laughs> like I, I feel like, you know, it is what it is. I'm back. This is the first one, me being back in the studio. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Key, go ahead and plug yourself so the builders know where to find you. Okay, you can you can listen to my show, My Crow Speak with Key, each and every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast for free. On Instagram, it's MCS with Key. My personal page is The Diary of Key, and that's my name on Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and on Clubhouse. On Clubhouse is Two Wise. You can also find me, if you didn't hear anything that I just said, go to www.microspeak.com and everything is there. Oh, girl, I forgot about Clubhouse. I was like, Clubhouse? I still be on it, girl. I didn't got all, but I deleted it. It's a lot of me. information. I know it is, and it's a good networking, you know, avenue. I, I'm going to do better. Okay, it's been a while since I did this. Well, okay. <clears throat> you guys know me. I'm your host, K Antoinette. And you can follow me on Instagram at K Antoinette underscore the blogger. Also follow the Let's Build Futures page at Let's underscore build underscore futures and visit Let's Build Futures dot com for blog posts and podcast episodes and more. Be sure to check out full episodes now, visuals and audio on YouTube at LBF Podcast. And until next time, thank you guys for sticking with me. And I'm out.